Welcome one and welcome all to the Multicultural Misfits Podcast. This is your host, Audio AB. <laughs> we have your wonderful co-host. Omar. <laughs> and other magical co-host. Yodin. Jordan. I'm wearing I'm wearing a nice little page boy hat over here. For those who are not watching on um for those not watching on YouTube, I'm wearing one of those nice little uh, Peaky Blinders little page boy Peaky hats. Peaky Blinders, <laughs> Mr. Shelby. Yeah, I look ridiculous. Mr. <laughs> anyway. Shelby. Yeah, so uh, what's what's up, guys? What's up, everybody? What's everybody even up to? Uh, man, you know, I've had something that's been grinding my gears recently. <laughs> what's been what's been grinding those gears, baby? So, I was watching a um another podcast, and it was a bunch of athletes. Which podcast? Uh, it's called I Am Athlete, and it's like a bunch of retired football players and stuff like that. Interesting. Okay. And they were sitting around, they were talking, and somebody brought up the idea of the wage gap in basketball. And one of the, the athletes that has nothing to do with, you know, WNBA and NBA players, he was a football player. Mm. He was like, yeah, I think, you know, the wage gap should be closed. And I think, you know, the NBA players should pay more, pay the women more money and give up the share of their money to the women. What the fuck? And, and the fuck out of here. I was <laughs> like, do you think, like, in society that people – I feel like it's two different arguments. One is like, do NBA players have a responsibility to like pay for WNBA players? Fuck no. no. The owners, the owners of the team should. <laughs> yeah. NBA players should just do their own thing. Fuck no. Should they? They should not have to pay for women players playing a less competitive and less interesting sport. Yeah. <laughs> well, for one, listen. At the end of the day, you get right down to it. You watch at WNBA. You watch the NBA. Yeah, it's different, bro. There's a stark difference. Yeah, there's a stark difference, and you can see it. They're missing layups and shit like that. My argument with but, the WNBA is like, I don't know who it's for, because it's, it's not for girls. Because they don't really, they don't necessarily even like. It's like a, it's like a niche thing. It's like girls that play basketball, they kind of like watch it, yeah. and then it's like dudes. Maybe if you have some sort of tie to it, like yeah. my cousin's friend is in the WNBA. Yeah, I feel so like it's I just like the it. audience is made up of of husbands and wives. That's true. Yeah, I don't like. I I definitely don't like that one specifically because at the end of the day, it's all about the revenue you bring in. So exactly. If, and really, it's not on the NBA players, you know, shoulders. Yeah. It's on the company's shoulders, and it's on just society's shoulders. If you yeah. really want them to get paid more. Just watch the fucking show. Just watch the shit. Absolutely. Add the so that they can start, you know, getting more commercials in and, they, like, businesses will start endorsing them more and shit like that. Exactly. It's your fault. So you watch the fucking... You want them paid so bad, go watch a two-hour <laughs> basketball game. Go fucking support them. Why do you guys go, think people watch don't watch it? It's just, it's not, just as not as good. It's a better alternative is a problem. Show me the LeBron James of the WNBA. <laughs> I don't, people, I don't, I don't know where she is. As much as they do watch football. Exactly. Because football is more interesting to watch. It's true. It's more explosive. Day, you know? I've never, I've never understood that argument. Because yeah. I feel like people look at it as like a, a girl and guy thing, but I'm like, it's not really that. It's just like nobody watches the WNBA. It's just like it it's just not good. as good. Yeah. But I feel like it kind of fits like a, like in these arguments that we're having about like you know where I feel like the wage gap shouldn't exist in other places. I feel like that's the one that it's like it makes sense. For sure. Yeah. 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 Like if yeah, you're doing the exact same job. Yeah. You're having the exact same impact and like benefiting the same people. Helping, you should be paid helping the, same. the company. You should be paid the same. But if the job is totally different, I'm trying to think of like an example, like a doctor and like, should I sacrifice some of my salary for like for this nurse or something like that? Like, so yeah, there's two different things going on here. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example, but it's, it's not really it's a good example because it's like such a different field of like compare of like to compare it to because one brings in over a couple billion dollars a year. The other one is like a 
couple hundred million. You know what sport? Yeah, it's a shame how how low they get paid, bro. They get paid. The, the female players? Yeah. I get paid oh, yeah. more than them. <laughs> no, that's you probably do. I get paid like, more than them. You probably do get paid more than some. That's the yeah. wild oh, shit. It. You know what sport has done a good job of integrating like um, female athletes? The UFC. See? I feel like there's been a lot, especially like, the female fights. Like People make fun, but the, those are fucking really good, man. They're fights. Yeah. Those they're are really fights. good. Yeah, they're really yeah, good they're fights. fights. And they work just as hard as the men, if not fucking harder, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they make really good fights. And another good example, the WWE. WWE oh, yeah. too. The women have been there since the beginning. Except they don't have Except the broad panties did. matches anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Before it was a bit misogynistic. Yeah, do you remember the WWE back in the Bro. day? They would legit be like, "Oh my god, he's gonna have sex with his best friend on stage. <laughs> She's gonna do it," and everyone's just like fucking cheering her on. Like, oh my god, he's taking her under the blankets, and they'll have a they'll have a bed in the middle of the stage in the, mug, in the fucking ring. They have a big ass bed just sitting there. It's You'll like, just see their silhouettes and they're jumping around like doing crazies. Always oh, doing it. And and then the boyfriend will come out, yank him out, and they'll start scrapping. Bro, there was a, w- a WWE game where they had a bra and panties match in the game. I would just man, play, I'd be playing Smackdown. that level over and over. It's yeah, all the Smackdowns. Ten-year-old me was having a field day oh, in yeah. my room playing bra and panties match. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Me and my other two male cousins <laughs> would get three girls together and just, and just <laughs> have a good old bra and panties match. Make them fight in their undies, bro. <laughs> Make them fucking make it just look like Play Doh because it's so old. It's on like the PS2. But yeah, that I was those were the shit, dude. I, I used to love that shit. Pulling each other's hair and whatnot. Oh man, it was yeah. great. It was Good definitely times. more misogynist. Now, yeah, they're a lot more like they're actually wrestling and like mm. they're competing and shit. What are the what are other sports where they have like a women's alternative? Because things like tennis, shit like that, and you know, soccer. And it's pretty. It's the exact same game. I think actually, I've never even heard. Of I feel it. like female soccer players get paid pretty well. I think the U.S. soccer, right. the U.S. women's soccer team. Well, oh, they're better, fucking better balling. than the, the national men, they just won the World Cup, national no? men's team. Yeah, they. Like the I think they won the World Cup last time. Yeah, they're cold. They're cold, cold for yeah, no reason. Oh, that one really chick with the shaved good. side. She's yeah. supposed to be fire. Uh, I don't remember Megan Rapinoe. I think it's her name. She's cold. Okay, I'm an bro. idiot. Never mind. I totally First, forgot. Girls are really soccer. good at soccer for some reason. I think maybe it's just the way their bodies are set up too. I think it's just American girls are good at soccer. Yeah, because like even like at our specific high school. The female, the women's soccer team got way further than the guys did, like mm-hmm. way deeper down. Yeah, you're right. They did. Yeah, they went to like fucking they, regionals or whatever, whatever the hell they or went some, to. some yeah. shit like that. We did not. I don't know. We did not. <laughs> we did not. Yeah. The guys team did not. Hey, they man, didn't make it that far. Get a leg up, you know. If if no one's playing it, take you, advice. You be the first one to get good. That way, you keep winning it, and now other people are gonna be like, all right, maybe we should try to catch up, and That's then true. it'll start getting interesting. And then it'll start getting good. You know. And then I start going <laughs> that to the game. Mean. That's that kind of sounds mean. Before that, what a loser, <laughs> but mediocre. But, mediocre. So that's interesting. You bring that up more because I, I, I watched a, a movie right about this guy. He's like the the CEO of a company, and like some shit just happened to where the company's about to lose a bunch of money, and this guy's talking to him, asking him for advice, and the CEO tell he gives him some advice, and he says you're either the you're either first or you're either the smartest, and he says it's a hell of a lot easier to be first than be smartest. Mm-hmm. That's true, because then you're paying, even if you're the smartest, now you're playing catch-up. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. That's something but it's hard to be first with things, you know what I mean? Like, like how do you know something is going to, like, grow? You know, it's hard to predict the future. Like, even now, like, when I try and think about what five years from now is going to look like, I have no idea. And I feel like it's going to be way wilder than we think it'll be. There are things where, like, we know what the future is, but no one wants to make, well, we just talked about this and something else, but, like, the non-sustainable, like, energy, or, like, 
uh, for the best example I could think of is Elon Musk, mm-hmm. right? Where he's doing the whole um, self-driving cars. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. like that is the future. We know that. Yeah, everyone knows that. There is no way that that is not the future yeah. of driving. Like these things are going to be automated. Everyone's is going to be in sync. Traffic is going to be perfect. You know what I mean? Like emissions are going to be uh, decreased as much as possible and shit. Mm-hmm. But no one wants to make that change because they're like, well, we got these factories and they make these cars. <laughs> well, what do you mean you don't want these cars in 10 years? It's like, you know what the change is. Jump on it. Even if it costs you a little money, even if it's like capital intensive, like right now it's going to be expensive. Yeah. One day this is going to it's, it's be the norm. So, you know? Yeah. I think the issue is also jobs, right, Omar? Think about like all the people who work in like oil, gas, coal, all those different kind of power plants, right? And like who are making these products right now mm-hmm. for these car companies that are using that, right? It's difficult to be able to find new jobs or retrain these people to be able to do to work else. in like a nuclear power plant or like to be able to work in a battery factory or to be able to work in sustainable energy. So I think that's a big part of the difficulty associated with it too, yeah. right? No, absolutely. But the difference, see, and that, yeah, that, absolutely, that makes sense. But another, another, you know, major thing that we have to talk about that people don't talk about when they talk about sustainable energy is that there's going to be a long change. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like tomorrow you shut down the whole plants. You break everything down. Oh, and yeah. You got to start again. It's like you're slowly going to start doing that because there's not even a market for it just yet. And it's not even a capacity for it just yet. So mm-hmm. you're still going to be doing your non-sustainable stuff, but you need to start doing the sustainable stuff on the side. And that needs to start slowly increasing and taking over the non-sustainable. Like start taking steps is what you're saying. You need to start yeah. taking steps. There yeah. needs to be a beginning. You're not just going to go balls to the wall and like break everything and like change all the processes. It's like maybe dedicate a small team that are going to start doing that. And then we keep doing our own thing over here so that, you know, things can continue. It's not like we can overnight just make that change. Yeah. And then in 10 years, 20 years, you start to do better and better and better. And, and you know, the sustainable side starts to take over the other side. And now you have longevity. But I feel like the problem with leaving this up to companies is that, like, all right, so they can their say, money, like, they're, they're, they're motivated by money. Exactly. Yeah. And, and they yeah. can now say, like, and in the future. <laughs> right? My money, and especially, like, nowadays, like, social, how things look socially, right? So they can say, like, yeah, we have a team for, like, sustainable energy. And it's probably just, like, one guy at home with his laptop. You know what I mean? Like, like Googling it's all, stuff. It's all for PR. You know what I mean? It's all for yeah. PR. Like, you can just say, like, we have this initiative to... Um, zero out our carbon emissions by like 2050 okay that's nice but by 2050 all the executives in your board are going to be dead yeah so what relevance does it have to them they don't give a shit if it happens or not they're not going to be here anymore you know what i mean true so what initiative do they have to drive that forward that's absolutely true yeah because yeah like you said there's there's no initiative what why in the world would they try hard at something like that when they know like well all right this is helping me now the fuck do i care about that exactly, exactly. that's why it's true yeah. it, it's easy to put a target for 2050 or 2040 when you're fucking in your 70s you know what i mean because mm-hmm. to them it's just like oh it doesn't really matter because i'm not going to be around for when the repercussions happen yeah, you can set the world on fire but you're not going to be alive to see it burn yeah exactly like, and then in 2050 all right 2075 we got it <laughs> 2075 we got it hey yo we fucked up in 2050 but we got you in 20 years i'm just i'm just dying to see what happens in like the next 20 30 years when that large general because there's there's been some exponential change you know as yeah. we've been getting older like we've been living in a really crazy time like yeah things bro. have always changed like things have been progressively changing but right now they are really changing and going yeah. super digital and, like things are getting more efficient there's too many people we're trying to figure out the best way to do all this mm-hmm. um i'm really excited not excited but like i'm really curious to see where the future is going to be when all those people do die because yeah they can put other terrible people in place for them that are going to support the same shitty system that they do. Mm-hmm, but that, yeah. at the end of the day, those people are wise enough and they're young enough and have been growing up in a different environment to know, like, this is not what it should be. Or, yeah. Like, this is not what I want. Like, it doesn't matter what they had going on. This is not what I want. So, like, I'm curious to see what's the world really going to be. Is it going to be shittier? Is it going to be the same? Is it going to be 
better. I always feel like shit's going to be the same. You think so? I always feel like it is. Just shit, you're in a different way? Because, like, how y'all were saying, like, when, how things are getting more, like, automated and, like, you're going to go into a factory and it's just robots putting together cars and shit like that. That's already happening. Anyway. Exactly. You got a Volvo. But I always feel like people find ways to keep, like, hustling and, like, getting money. Like, Uber and Lyft was not a thing Mm -hmm. 10, 15 years ago. But now it's, like, a real thing that people, like, have to support their lives. And so I feel like something's going to happen. I don't know, but I just never know what it's going to be. It, what's going to disrupt the the status quo? Yeah, like you never know what's going to disrupt the status quo. That's the thing I never can see coming. For like rentals, it was fucking what Airbnb. For taxis, yeah. it was oh, fucking fuck. Uber, Uber and, and Lyft, Lyft and it's all true. those different apps. Yeah. For like communication, at least worldwide, it was WhatsApp. Now everybody can talk across yeah. the world for free. Calling cards are fucking dead. Now yeah. Because oh, of yeah. things like WhatsApp. And my countertop at home used to be filled with calling cards. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, be, Bro, completely I had to write a letter to somebody like a couple weeks ago. I felt like an old man. <laughs> Ye old Craig. <laughs> How I, was writing this, I was writing this girl that was in the military. Hope this message finds you well. And I was like, I, don't, I forgot how to even address like Male. You send her a picture of your butt? Nah, not yet. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, <laughs> not yet. Did you write it with like a feather pen? A Polaroid of my butt. <laughs> a Polaroid of your butt. <laughs> shake it. <laughs> shake it. Drop it in there. When, you, when it gets to you, you got to shake it a little bit. Something for the spank bank. <laughs> oh, God. For her spank bank. <laughs> please, for her spank bank. Yeah, who knows, man. I think it'll be climate change, probably. That makes us realize that we need something more. Or maybe a, a big war. where we, Yeah. Where we real, and there's like a lot of destruction afterwards because... I mean, there's just more things to destroy now, you know? So For like, real, Things bro. are going to get destroyed. And, and there's going to be more people. and more people and more and more shit. Yeah, we and got more people to send out to war. So it's like, we're just, keep, keep this shit going. Keep this shit going. So or we stop it. It's Something bad's going to happen. I'm still thinking about female spank banks. Wait, so do you guys think <laughs> that girls masturbate? Oh, this is a great lead into my one question I had. Do you guys think that girls masturbate just as much or more than men? Just as much. You think so? I think it's just, just as, as much. much. Along along the, the scale, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's, like, obviously guys who jerk off a lot and guys who don't jerk off a lot. And I'm sure that equalizes among with girls, too, right? There's, mm-hmm. like, girls who really don't masturbate that much and girls who do masturbate a lot. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I, I, I think it's just so, as yeah. much. I, th- I think it is just as much. If not more, maybe. Because mm-hmm. the payoff is better. But one is way more sensual and the other one is not attractive at all. But girls can yeah. keep going. They can keep just coming and coming and coming. But guys, like, we, you can't. I mean... Yeah, you, you you can't. You fucking have like a limit. You have to wait. You have to recharge time. Well, yeah, 10, girls 20 got minutes. their limit too. They can they can keep coming, but that it gets sensitive. Some, you know what I mean, so they, they they stop at a certain point. Like, all right, that's enough. I don't want to keep. Yeah, doing to a this. certain extent, guys can keep doing it. Like, if you Store. save up over time, you can keep going. I mean, I mean yeah, emergency. You have you to have it. like a <laughs> medical emergency. A medical <laughs> emergency. <laughs> <I> call, <laughs> call a doctor, <laughs> sir. We need you to come ten times in a row. It's a crazy it's Saturday. Just, it's, like a little jar. it's a little hammer. But not yeah. Damn, I forgot what I was going to say. We need you to fill up a gallon jug with cum. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, I remember. So, uh, <laughs> we fucking you up, need like, it. Kidnaps you. You're right. not leaving. I'm not letting you out until you fill up this whole gallon. Yeah. <laughs> so, <speaking of>, <laughs> <laughs> He's just there for like a year. <laughs> working as much That's as a challenge, man. No, no materials either. So speaking <laughs> of gallons, I actually had, so a long time ago, I had a job interview, and there was a brain teaser, right? Mm-hmm. And... The guy basically presented me with this brain teaser. It's from a movie. It was from Die Hard 2, I think, or 3. That's mm-hmm. what he said. And the brain teaser was this. It was, you have a five-gallon jug of water and a three-gallon jug of water, and you want to get four gallons worth of water into the five-gallon jug. How do you do it? You want four more gallons into the five-gallon? Both are empty, and there's like a running sink, and you want to get four gallons of water, precisely four gallons, into the five-gallon jug. How do you do it? 
And you oh. said they're both empty. Yeah, they're both empty, and you only have a five-gallon jug, and you only have a three-gallon jug. You fill up the three-gallon, and then you uh, put another liter in it. I mean, put another gallon in it. But how would you know what the one gallon is? Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? You fill up the the. You said it's three gallons, right? No, and yeah. One. one, one, three, like a jug that's could fit up to three gallons, and a jug that can fit up to five gallons. And, and you that's all you have. Four in there, four in the five. You want to put four gallons in the five gallon. Yeah, you want precisely four. So you fill up the three gallon one mm-hmm. all the way. Do you pour it in, and then you uh, put another gallon in it? I don't fucking know. You Wait. eyeball that shit. What if you <laughs> fill up the five gallon, pour it into the three? No. Now Geo is on the right track though. So yeah. basically. I, I got it wrong too, but I was on the right track and I couldn't follow through on the interview because I fucked it up. So basically what you would do is you'd fill up the three gallon, you'd pour it into the five, right? Mm-hmm. You fill up the three gallon again, you pour it into the five. What do you have left in your three gallon? You have one gallon left, hmm. right? Oh, that makes sense. So then you pour out all of your five, you pour the one gallon from your three gallon into the five, so then you have one gallon in your five gallon jug and you it's fill up your three... deep. Right? You fill Damn, up, boy. <laughs> you fill up your three gallon jug and then you pour that... Back into the five-gallon jug, and you have precisely four gallons inside of your five-gallon jug. Huh. Boy, teasing my brain. Boy. That's some wild shit. <laughs> they teasing your they brain. They asked you that in an interview? Yeah. I would have been so fucking mad. No, nah, I'd be... I'd, that's fun. Hell, I'd, 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 I'd have a good time like, talking fuck. to him It's about a fun it. question, but it mind-fucked me. Give me the fucking answer. Another, another one he asked... <laughs> crumble up the paper. Fuck this. Fuck this job and walk out. Another one he asked that was pretty easy for the interview was, um, um, if I flip a coin... I think he said, like... Three, if I flip a coin three times, what's the probability I'll get tails? I was like, it's fucking 50%. Yeah. It's 50% every time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I would think. Yeah. I, yeah, that I don't was feel easy. like thinking about the answer. Oh, it's 50%. That was the answer? Yeah. It's a coin. Oh, I feel like he's going to do like, 50%. I feel like he's going to be one of those trick guys. Oh, you know, it lands on heads uh, a certain percentage. I'm like, no, yeah. bitch. It's one no, or the other. Yeah, yeah. It's 50%. The weight on heads is. <laughs> it's yeah. slightly tilted. The weight on heads is. I've always. Low key, I've always kind of thought that in my own head. That, that, the, the weight on heads is a little bit more than the weight on tails. It's like a sandwich. Yeah, recently. <laughs> like toast, dropping yeah. toast and butter on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> recently, I've started using uh, coins to make decisions in my life. If it's like. Something that I don't want to think too much about. Because, mm. you know, like, we're faced with so many decisions all the time that I feel like we should only, like, only use your time for the important decisions. Like, your mental time for the important decisions. All the other just random bullshit, just flip a coin. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like, that's anything that's, like, low stress that's not going to, like, completely ruin your it life. It just gets it out the way. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so I'm I've been... on the way and I think about, like, I should get some canes. Like, but I don't know if I should get canes. I said I wouldn't, but I might want to flip a coin. Yeah, but of course, and, if I, and if I don't, then all right. I, you know, I didn't want to. It wasn't meant to be. Is how I look. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't meant, meant to be. be. It wasn't meant to be. Fate, all right. Fate didn't will it. Yeah. Haiki, when it comes down to like decisions like that, I just say my first, my first reaction is what I go with. If I just say, "Do I want to get canes?" Yes. All right, I'm going. But sometimes that's the poor reaction. Sometimes that's like. Sometimes I make poor decisions. You. <laughs> you know, and, sometimes <laughs> I get shit wrong. <laughs> sometimes I make poor decisions. That's interesting. I had a teacher before tell me that like eighty percent of the time that the first answer you put on a test is going to be right. Yeah, like if you whenever you go back and change an answer, the answer you usually change to is wrong. Because exactly. <laughs> you were just fucking overthinking it. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you even measure that? That's what he told me. He was a really smart guy. He had like multiple degrees and shit. He was a high school teacher. I was. I mean, maybe it's not that hard to that they erase something. Yeah. they could see that. But that's the only thing I could think of. How yeah. else would they know? Yeah, how, yeah. How do you? How would you get like the the? I guess you would just like, ask target the stu- group to do that. You just ask the students after they take the test, like. Did you uh, are on any questions? Did you go back and change your answers and yeah. then review their scores versus the people who didn't? Yeah, that's yeah. probably what they did to figure that out. That's true. It's not that hard to to get the data from. 
Yeah. You just had to embarrass a couple kids. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they <laughs> you don't bitch. You changed the right. You had the right answer. Stupid. You still get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> zero. <laughs> Fucking zero. Fucking zero, you dummy. Oh, man. Teach That's in high school. Is. That must be garbage. Oh, <laughs> terrible, man. That must I used be to know a substitute garbage. teacher, and she told me middle schoolers were the biggest asshole she's ever met. Yeah, I'm hearing that now. <sighs> middle schoolers are probably the worst. They're such a weird age. They're all like. They're super like emo. They're just getting to become like emotional, mm. and they're fucking like they all have iPads, right? And they're all like, smart asses. They think they know what they're. Yeah, they're because f- they just got to that point where like asses. they can kind of critically think, and like they feel like they're an adult, but they're not an adult. It's so annoying, man. And I've heard high schoolers are like they're they're just lazy shits. They're oh, not yeah. assholes, but they're just lazy shits. They don't they don't really listen to anything you say. And then elementary imagine. school are just as malleable as can be. You just tell them whatever the fuck, and they might not listen, but you know. They're all just dummies anyway. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're all dummies. You're just teaching them the shit that, yeah. to make them smart, but it's like... Uh, There's no thought not really Elementary school must be like easy. Opposition. Teaching elementary school? Hell, bro, yeah. I imagine it, it to be. square. But low-key, yeah. you're... Below- <laughs> well, imagine just teaching up straight up and down the first time you're teaching a child math, and you're just teaching them like... Five two? plus two. Yeah. two. Legit teaching another person five nah, plus two. Nah, I'm teaching them the three-gallon and five-gallon jug yeah. brain teaser. <laughs> just, nah. I won't teach you anything else until one of you figures this out. <laughs> Dude, those kids are never going home with this. That's, I, I didn't figure that out as a grown 20-fucking-two-year-old adult. So They're just holding no, their little Lunchable in their hand like, Sir, can I please go to lunch? <laughs> like, No. What do you do with the last this last gallon? I need four gallons. <laughs> I need four gallons, Eric. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. But yeah, man. I, I definitely think teaching elementary school is a lot. But I would say maybe easier in terms of the content, right? But in terms of like the kids, maybe because at that point you're a babysitter. Yeah, mm. you you're just way, need a lot of patience. You're way more like compared to high school. You're not really babysitting as much because those kids kind of fend for themselves. Yeah. But in like elementary, like you really are babysitting for all these kids. Like you know what I mean? Like. And especially the bad ones. Oh my god! You're basically yeah. a step above a nanny. Yeah, kind of, yeah. You're a step above a nanny, and you get paid like shit. And you get paid shit, probably worse than a nanny. Garbage. Honestly, right. a bunch of little boogery kids. Oh my god, it's fucking terrible. Oof. Eating oh the, eating their boogers and fucking playing Bloody Mary in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, trying, trying <laughs> I forgot to su- about trying that. to summon evil spirits to your school. Let me tell I you forgot this. that was a thing. If I asked one of y'all right now, as I'm a grown adult it. man. 24-year-old man, would you go in that restroom and do Bloody Mary? No. Absolutely. Hell you would do it? Nah. Yeah, it's complete bullshit. I would love to see that. Bro, there's a song. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I won't make you do that, Amy. I'll do it. I don't give yeah, a shit. What about, what about in 50 years she shows me like, oh, it was real. Oh, <laughs> like, no. 20 years, it was real. Dude, oh, it's not real. Tomorrow an asteroid could come and destroy all of us. I'm not concerned yeah. about Bloody Mary. No, it's not I'm scaled. I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. It's that, it's that, like. It's just that, that, that little. Thought. Exactly. I'm more concerned about things that it could is. happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the stock market could tank and I could lose all my money, like something like that. You know, something what I mean? real. I'm more concerned about that than I am about. Fucking Bro, there's bloody a song Mary. that I have, and it's like they say Candyman three times in a row. I Candy skip Man, it before it even Candy gets there. You lie. I swear to God, I to skip it every day? time. To this day, I skip that fucking song. You're making the right choice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I let it get halfway through, and I'm like, oh, I know what's coming, I and just, I skip it. I just no, did no. it right now. I just cursed this podcast. If a black man's gonna walk through the window, a fucking big black man with a hook hand fucking walks into the fuck that walks into the door. Bro, I, I heard, so, like, apparently the original Candyman idea was uh, about a guy, a real guy, who snuck into a woman's mirror and mm-hmm. killed her. And then there was this TikTok that went around mm-hmm. that I'd seen, like, on Twitter or something. So this girl in New York, you know, New York is fucking crazy, the way they build their buildings, because they're just trying to stick they're just trying to pick, together. Yeah, get as many people mm-hmm. in there as possible. Yeah, so sometimes they demolish old buildings, and they don't really completely demolish them. Just like, we, we, don't have to, we don't have to worry about that part. Yeah. So the girl f- ended up finding out that her mirror can come off, and there was a whole fucking room in it. 
Like, Whoa. she could actually get into the mirror and she took like a little camera. She just fucking there. moved, bro. Ah. Bro, it looked crazy. <laughs> and she she walked. She got into the she got into the mirror. It's like in a lo- it's like a long, creepy looking hallway with like wood walls instead of like oh fuck actual that. walls. Like where you could tell that they didn't finish construction. I'm out of there. And it leads down some stairs, and those stairs lead to several more apartment buildings. I mean, several more apartment rooms. Whoa. Just like vacant, like old looking apartment rooms. Yeah, I'm out of there. And does, had anybody been in them from what she could tell or not? Not that she could tell, no. Everything looked dusty and like you could tell she didn't fake it. Like she legit opened her mirror and walked into this and it looked like she was walking through the whole thing down the steps. You could tell it was the old apartment building that they had just remodeled and not gotten rid of all the other shit. But like what if there's like a squatter in there or something weird? Yeah. For real. Or you know? a family of squatters. Family. Yeah, you go in there, it's like... It's like <laughs> you can't take them. Family of squatters. Some parents like, eight kids. <laughs> they all, they're all, like, super pale with, like, super dilated Fighting eyes. Fighting over like cats. Uh, a can of tomato soup. Bunch of feral children. <laughs> Bunch of feral children. Bunch of feral children. Don't, don't know how to speak. Don't know how to do Hey, math. that word always makes me laugh. <laughs> they talk in, feral. <laughs> they they talk funny. in grunts and they eat garbage. <laughs> they're all, like, squatted down. Like <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of a squatter. Just fucking... But more realistically, it's probably just, like, a family who's down on their luck, right? Yeah. yeah. Not like feral children. Speaking in grunts and shit. Yeah, man. Dude, I saw feral um children. years ago when I was uh taking a psychology class in college, the professor showed us this video. Oh, uh, it's a documentary called Child of Rage or something like that. That's a disturbing one. So if any of you guys have a chance, you should check out Child of Rage. It's pretty fucked up, but it's interesting, right? Because there's this little girl and uh, at some point, her her biological parents, uh, right when she was born, they kept her like, of course they like all fucked up stuff. They like sexually abused her and all that, but they kept her in the dark. Mm. And like they would feed her and they would like starve her and they would sexually abuse her. And other people would come in and sexually abuse her. And she was just she was, she lived like the first like five to six years of her life in the dark. Mm. And then like the she like was rescued eventually because people found out. And then she like got taken to a foster home and she got adopted by these people who were trying to like, you know, take her in and maybe give her a good life, try and rehabilitate her. And they have their own son. Mm-hmm. And this girl was just like abusing the son. Like he was like younger than her. Yeah, and some real dark he stuff. was like, they were both single digits, but he was a lot younger than her. And she would like make him take out his penis. And oh, she, and like, yeah, he, he, didn't underst- he didn't understand what he was doing. He was a little boy, you know what I mean? But like this girl who's now his sister is making him do all this fucked up shit. And... Like she's drawing these fucked up drawings of like people dying and stuff like that, and she's, she's like, like killing animals. And yeah, stuff. she's like really mentally fucked up. The story has a good ending though. Thank God, <laughs> they were able to rehabilitate her, and she was able to like become a part of society again. Mm. I don't know. I think just through therapy. That's why we should bring the death penalty back because those people should not be able to reproduce and like fuck <laughs> make more people kids. like that. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you can rehabilitate that person, but yeah. there is no way it's a lot of work that they're going to be able to. It's a like, lot of work and a lot of resources. Normal. That will always be in the back of their mind, especially as they get older and understand like what all that stuff really means. Mm-hmm. No, they might be a good person, but like it's going to be eating at them inside. They have to have some you know? memory of that. That must be so to. shocking. That's, yeah, bro. that's gotta like, suck, bro. Yeah, bro. What yeah, kind she of would, life? Like, was they'd that? be in the car, and she would just like start fingering herself at like six years old. Yeah, she just doesn't like know that. what any of it means. That shit's that becomes a part of your like. You can't skip over that part of your life. Like that's the building ages. Like that's the foundation of everything you know. Yeah, at that time. That's why we just chop. That's why we just ate. Your parents out of here. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not fucking up some kids' lives, and then, you know, they got to think about that for the rest of their lives. True. And who knows what else they'll do in their life, you know, and then so on and so forth. Mental illness is scary, man. Like specifically one like schizophrenia. That one I think is so horrifying because of the fact that it develops later in life. Yeah. So someone could be completely fine 
until they're like 50. And then they could get fucking schizophrenia. Yeah. They could lose their mind. Yeah. Which is insane to think of. I mean, there's medication for it, right? But like, the medication fucking mutes your personality. It turns you into this fucking zombie. Basically. I mean, it makes... So you just don't think at yeah, all. Yeah, it makes yeah. you livable, right? Like, you can live, but you're just not the same person. person. You operate differently when you're on it. Okay, that, shit in, in, uh, that shit in dementia, like, scares the fuck out of me. Those yeah. are horrifying. Like, that shit is... forgetting shit? Terrifying. Bro. Oh, my goodness. Everybody that walks in your house is like... Uh, like a criminal. They're all just strangers. Exactly. Like, like, I, like you don't son. know anything you about them. Like, I'm 40 I'm not, years old. I'm not, <laughs> it's like, I don't know you. I'm Bro. not sure if I talked about this before, but I saw a picture on Reddit. It was a post of um, this guy with dementia, and he's he was like an artist, and he drew self-portraits of himself every single year as soon as he found out. I think it was not dementia, Alzheimer's. The year he found out he had Alzheimer's, all the way towards like the end of his life, mm-hmm. at the beginning when he found out he had it, he, the self-portrait looked like him, right? It was just like a picture of himself. But, like You can see progressively, like, as the disease got worse, like towards like the very last two years of his life, the drawing is just completely like nonsensical. Like That's it doesn't wild. look like a person. Like it looks like there's no facial features. It's just like rough, angular, like looking face. It mm-hmm. looks so creepy. So he did this off of thought or off of looking in a mirror and painting it? Both. Like just like what he thinks he, he looks was, yeah, like. He was drawing himself. And what he looks like in the mirror. Like he was trying to, his best attempt at drawing himself. Wow, that's wild. That's a that's thing about it, asking that's an sad, artist man. to asking an artist to draw or an artist who could draw himself in detail and then asking him to draw himself again when he has Alzheimer's and he's old and he just can't do it. It that's just looks crazy. like completely not like him. Just starts to distort, just distort like your whole like perception of reality and yeah. shit. And, like what, yeah. what you really what people even look like because you don't even you, you don't even know at remember. that point. Like I know I'm a person, but what the hell do they look like? That's, yeah, that's scary. Nice. Eat, it eats away at your memory. Yeah, bro. And touch on schizophrenia. I used to work with this nurse, right? And she used to do clinicals at, I don't, I don't know if I told you guys this before, but she used to do clinicals at like this um, psychological ward. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys had schizophrenia. And the guy thought that John, he, he imagined a giant blob was following him around 24 7. Mm. And he said that this blob would tell him like evil things, like kill your mom and like jump in front of the, like do crazy shit. Yeah. Whoa. But like he really, truly believed that was real. Yeah. How fucking nuts is that? That's fucking wild, bro. That's horrifying. That poor guy, I mean, to live with yeah. that. Man, I also think, like, as, schizophrenia is different, right? You need drugs for that to be able to cope, right? To be able to, like, they can't let them not be on drugs. If not, they end up going, they, they hurt themselves, they hurt others. Mm-hmm. But, like, with some of the other mental illnesses out there, like, the ones that are, like, um, like depression and other stuff like that, right? Stuff that you, maybe you won't kill yourself or kill others, but, like, you'll just be living a hard life. Like, they... I think, like, therapists are quick to prescribe people drugs rather than, like, work the problem through with them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like it's a real, like, drugs are the quickest way for them to be like, all right, let's give them this, let's put them on this, let's put them on that, and let's see what happens. Instead of, like, let's really talk about... working through the issues. Yeah, let's work through the issues and see what the source of it is and see what we can do to maybe improve your life. It's like, the first thing is like, all right, let's get you on drugs, and then it makes the therapist's job easier because if someone's on drugs, they're more manageable, they're yeah. easier to communicate with than the regular crazy self. It's it's hard to manage, man, because then you hear those stories where like a therapist was talking to a person and they had maybe some some slightly violent tendencies or like a personality, but they wouldn't think anything of it. And then like a week later, they go and like kill somebody. Yeah, and they're like, well, why the fuck didn't you like do anything then? Yeah, why didn't you give them? Why didn't you give them drugs to curb the appetite? Exactly. Yeah, you really you really don't know. It's it's a slippery slope. It's a minefield. You know, like how do you really navigate through that? I feel like especially children, because children. They're not dangerous. They're just kids. So even if they even if they were slightly violent, I feel like that's something they can change, and that's like they go straight to drugs. Like, 
like OCD. They have OCD or they have ADHD or uh, ADD or something like that. ADHD mm-hmm. because it's ADD like oftentimes they look at it as like a quicker and a cheaper option than like a full time therapist really looking after them every day. Maybe there's mm-hmm. like exercises that they could that's teach true. parents to do like with their children at Sometimes home. Sometimes the like, parents ain't at home. That's true. That's true. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's a lot of people's fault. It's a, it's a lot of shaky shit, bro. Yeah. It's just a lot of sh- a lot of shaky but shit. But they shouldn't be given unless that child is like. There's something wrong, and it is extremely obvious. But yeah. if they're just a little bit too hyper, or like their imagination is a little bit too crazy, it's like you don't just pump them full of drugs. Yeah, that's facts. Because now you're just fucking them up. You just that's gotta fuck with your growth. Like it's your it's somewhere in between. Everybody's treatment is like somewhere in between. I don't think everybody is like should be full time therapy or like full time drugs. It's like something's got to be. Everybody's different. So with yeah. all the fuck that people that some of these therapists are seeing, do you think they like encounter people who are like legitimately dangerous? Like people mm-hmm. like oh, like for sure. And do you think these people like like be, being a therapist? Do you think you're putting yourself in danger in some way because like you're encountering some of these people? Like do you think they be, like say if you meet someone who's extremely obsessive compulsive and like violent? Like what if they become obsessed with this therapist and they like follow you home and all this kinds of crazy shit? You know what yeah. I mean? That's got to be a movie, alright? Is it Sopranos? Or like no, it's nah, no, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> it's I'm called, kidding, I'm kidding, but like, it's called the story of Harley Quinn. <laughs> the story of Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, That's basically know. all that is. I don't then, know, man. But yeah, it, I'm pretty sure they. I feel like they know they're putting themselves in danger, but it's like a part of like the job. You're taking the risk. It's probably like a level yeah. of secrecy too, or like this patient has no idea where they're headed to. Like after like. Maybe they get walked out of a certain different part of the building, so like no one can really track them out of there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they would never be able to get to them anyways. It's like unless prison they were thera- doing it right there in front of in like the therapy session. Yeah, like prison therapists, like that shit. I can never do. Oh yeah, like I don't understand how somebody would even sign up for that job. Man, imagine being like just a, a hardcore therapist who's known for like dealing with fucked up people, and you just gotta like talk to these tough. like Dude, murderers. And they shit. have to fuck. They, there's no way that they just keep that all in them. They probably talk to. They probably have a therapist too. I've heard, I've heard that all good therapists have therapists. They really? need That's to. Real? Yeah. That's oh yeah. That's. I mean, that makes sense because you can't yeah. practice on yourself. <laughs> what are you gonna, what are you gonna do? <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, I'm. I'm actually correct. <laughs> I'm actually right in this situation. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I did the right thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just, like, give like, myself I'm a better real doubt. advanced therapist. How the hell do they navigate through life when they know they that have they're therapists. acting irrationally and like? But they, they as a therapist, are aware that they're doing something wrong. I feel like, like outside of it, they're like, okay, I was fucked up. But while you're in the moment of things, you don't really know if you're being yeah, irrational. They have like to be that. professional. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they, they go to school for this stuff. So they oh, yeah. learn. You know what I mean? They yeah. they know how to like tackle specific issues and problems. Well, I'm talking about like in their personal. He's life. talking about like if somebody cuts them off on the street or something. Yeah, like like things <laughs> that they that like someone else will tell them a story about like something irrational that they oh, did. I'm pretty sure it's just like us. Like they get mad too, and yeah. then they're just like they're they humans. know how to reconcile it. Yeah, they're yeah. human, but they know how to reconcile it better than us. They yeah. know how to like you know they know how to deal with these things better than us. They know but, how to look back and be like, okay, I fucked up. Like yeah. I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I feel and like I know why, and like yeah. I know kind yeah. of what led to it, but it, yeah. you know, it happened. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I know which part of the ego, my brain, fucking made me do. It. You know what I mean? Like the frontal. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what they think about. They're probably just like everybody. Everybody in every car is just an ego. There's yeah. all these different egos, and we're all driving, and all these egos are trying to get ahead. So that's why this guy cut me off. Okay, this is <sighs> driving. So everything right. we've been talking about is perfect for this because I was watching um. I was watching a, a documentary about Brian Wilson, uh, who's from the Beach Boys and all that. Yeah. Okay. So they were basically talking about they were going into like what happened after they had all the success and like when he fucking everybody said he went crazy and like shit like that. It was but, drugs, um, right? It was drugs. It was drugs. It was a lot of Wait, drugs. was it was he from the Beach Boys or the Rolling Stones? Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, he was the Beach Boys. He was the producer. Yeah. And so I think it was he was smoking weed, and he did speed. 
Ooh. It is speed in the late 60s. Who knows what was in it? So nobody knows what was in Jesus. that shit. Jesus. <laughs> probably a bunch of like, fucking manufacturing chemicals yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. It popped up in like, one but, of those um, kids' toys and just put oh the my powder God. in there. But they were basically, so in like the 80s, like the Beach Boys became like not as popular. But he was like making a bunch of like experimental music. And uh, he was going like crazy. Like he was really like, he got, he gained like 200 pounds. 200? Yeah, he got really heavy. And he had like two years where he like lived in his bed. Like he didn't do anything but like get up to go get more food. I feel so bad for these people, bro. For those bro. type of people, like my hundred, my 500 pound life and shit like that. <laughs> but he, so there was an interview where they were like talking about what was going on with him. And this is a huge question that I ask a lot. Like, so the, so the interviewer was being a, and this is a real stupid question to me. She was like, so um, uh, we heard, you know, the last couple of years, you know, you've gone off the deep end, you know. I mean, how are you doing? Even though you made all this great music, like, you know, do you feel weird that your mental that your mental health has gone down? And I'm like, that's a weird question to ask, like, if somebody is sacrificing their mental health just to make music that you like. It's very tone deaf. Yeah, and I was like, and so... How every genius is like somewhat crazy in some in some respect. Like they're a little off in some respect. Do you yeah. think that it's our hmm, responsibility to like let them just do it, or should we like have people in line, have people around them to say, "Hey, yo, you're wilding a little bit." Definitely have some people Kanye to shit. definitely yeah, have people shit. to like people that care about them. Right. That's the big thing. Is like. It's hard to find people who, especially if someone has like success. Yeah, it's hard to find people who like legitimately care about them and don't want to use them for their own for their own um, good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Very don't want to use them for their own purposes. I think that's the big thing. If you if if you can find someone and they have like a good support group around them of legitimate people who don't want to use them, then yeah, you can like rely on them and have them like keep that person in check and like mm-hmm. make sure they're healthy mentally, physically, whatever. Right? Yeah. But otherwise, I feel like a, with a lot of these successful people. They just have a lot of shitty people around them. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's got to be difficult, too, because you have so much money, you don't really need anybody else. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're not in a position, like you feel like they're not in a position to even tell you shit anyways. Yeah, it's because like, you're, supporting, you're supporting everybody that's around you. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like, I may care about you, I love you, like, let's say your mom or something like that, but you're yeah. like, you know, what do you? What, what are you going to tell me? Look where I am. Like, And look where you, where you, you are. Not, not even <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, I have to do the other side. Yeah. You'd be like, look where I am. Like, look how I got here. What does it matter? You know, yeah. like, I'm doing just fine. Look where I am. Look where you are. <laughs> to his mom. <laughs> oh, hell no. It's fucked. You poor bastard. <laughs> poor bastard. <laughs> you know what? You're cut off. <laughs> You're cut off, mom. No, but like, it's hard to like, you know, have, uh, I guess, not leverage, but like have that authority and like that, that like communication for someone yeah. to really listen like this person is always gonna want the best for me yeah doesn't matter how big i get like you know what i mean so this, this person me, will know better than i will this brings me to another question how do you separate the person from their work like oh i can do that i like, can't do that at all like That's let's, a good question. let's say michael jackson that they confirmed it you wouldn't listen to michael jackson ever again <sighs> fuck thriller is so good it's so good Thriller is I'm amazing. I I feel like I would probably try to stop. I could. I mean, I could stop. How about this, R. Kelly. Oh, you stopped. know he did it, but that's the difference. I Yo. didn't listen to R. Kelly like that. 
I mean, I didn't either, but there's a few songs that I think are hilarious. When Real Talk comes on, Shuffle. <laughs> I a- Real Talk, every yo. Great song. Ayo. <laughs> because look, bitch. at the end of the day, it's music. And like, mm. I don't know who the hell is getting the money from it now, but it's definitely it's the not remix him. to Ignition. <laughs> you know what I mean? That shit goes, bro. That shit's hard, bro. Oh my. Step in the name of love. Milton. Pull This bitch done lost her motherfucking mind. <laughs> Someone who very clearly did did what he who was doing. did everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> that they there's no hiding. There's no hiding. It's like paperwork for it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, and videos and shit. But that's something I have a struggle with like all the time. Like when I, like when somebody does something shitty, I'm like, fuck. I think we should be able to separate the two. I feel like know? I'm pretty good at doing that, like separating the two. For some people, it's hard to separate their work from their lives because they're so intertwined. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm but saying. It depends on who it is, right? Like some are like so like private and whatnot that mm. you it's hard for to even distinguish what is what. Okay. So you can't even associate one with the other. But with some people, like it's very separate. Like their their work and then their fucking lives are just two different things, and they don't let them intertwine. Of someone who's intertwined, separate. Separate? That's a good question, man. I feel like everybody's like, especially now, everybody's so far out. So like, um, one of the Beatles, the one who died, George Harrison, Mm -hmm. he was pretty separate with like his like personal life and his spiritual journey versus like the Beatles and like music, Mm. like music was spiritual for him in a way, right? And it was, like, his own thing. And he, like, made his own music, right? But, mm-hmm. like, his journey outside of the Beatles and his personal life and his family life was something completely, like... It was different. N- yeah, it's completely different to him. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. And yeah. I think it was that way for a lot of artists. But for some people, it's completely, like, it's not distinguishable. Like, Kurt Cobain. To me, oh, yeah, like, it's intertwined. It's so intertwined that I can't tell, like, his music. Like, it sounds good and, like... I like it, but it sounds if you really listen to it, it's really fucked up in a lot of yeah. ways. Yeah. Like and you wonder, like, is that really yeah. how he sees things, how he sees himself? Yeah, yeah. Like, some like of that. the names of the songs, like one song is called "Stay Away," like one's called like, "All Apologies," one's called rape "Dumb." Me. I mean, yeah, rape they, me. They get crazy. Yeah. One's called "Dumb," and he's just like, "I think I'm dumb. Mm-hmm. I think I'm dumb." And it's just like he's saying it. It sounds cool. It's like a good song, but it's like, does this guy really think he's like a fucking like a, like a dumbass? Yeah. Is like, is this what he really thinks? Like, it makes you think. And then it's even crazy it's that true. people take that music and like. Uh, use it to like identify a generation of people, and it's like Absolutely. the dude that made this music was not happy. Absolutely, like, and but there's like people bummer. that will oh, have nostalgia tied to this. I fucking loved this album. I wore this flannel because I saw it on the fucking video <laughs> and all this shit. I'm like, bro, the dude that made this music was not good. Yeah, like, I love the music, but like, I don't think that I don't think you have to be in any specific mind state to enjoy that kind of music. Like, no, 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 not at all. But I'm just saying it's it's crazy that like that those two things happen at the same time. It yeah. is that it that was that is. was the underlying real story. Yeah, like that like, was the real shit that was going on. Like this dude was not happy like being alive. Crazy and then, to think about. Yeah, and then he made music that popular. And everyone's just yeah. Everyone's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's pretty crazy. Spirit, and, in like, his uh, in in his documentary, like uh, there's like tapes of him like because he would like record audio tapes of himself just like talking like his own like little dialogue, mm-hmm. his own little like journal instead of like writing. He had some written stuff, but for the most part, he would just record his own like audio journal. Mm-hmm. And they would use some of the tapes in the documentary. And in one of the tapes, he was saying that, like, at, at a certain point, he got to, like, an age. I think it was, like, his really young 20s. Mm-hmm. He started getting, like, a stomachache, and it never went away. And he had, like, a really, really bad stomachache. And it was – or his stomach was always hurting. And there was just a point where it was just, like, it, it, he got it, and his stomach was just hurting for years and years and years. Jesus Christ. And then, anxiety or something. Or like I, yeah, I, th- I think so. And then uh, the chick that he was – he was dating some chick – before he married Courtney Love, like a long time ago, one of his first girlfriends in his 20s. Mm-hmm. And he lived with her, and she said that he would wake up in the middle of the night because he would have dreams that people were trying to kill him. 
yeah. and he would have dreams like that all the time. Like so a lot, he of, would eat a normal amount, all that shit. It was just stomach ache was all mental, I guess you could say. Yeah, mental and like drugs too. Drugs didn't help. Like fucking heroin. Jesus, wow. heroin is what got him. To be honest with you, I think that really fucked him up. Like yeah, he, once people get on heroin, it's kind of a that's kind of the, like the curtain falling. Like yeah. it's like ah, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, that's something that like. You can't you can't separate. That yeah, I think the baby thing. came out like addicted to heroin or something like that. That's oh, why his baby. Yeah, because of fucking Courtney. Courtney Love was just a bad. They were a bad mix. They shouldn't have gotten together. He was in love with her, but like I just think they were they were just toxic for each other. Yeah. You know what's a bummer? And this might sound a little stupid. It's a shame that we can't do drugs like that without putting ourselves at harm. Like we can't experience the feeling that someone who just did some heroin would feel. Yeah. Without. Fucking your life up. Becoming addicted and shit. Yeah, becoming addicted. Like, I was listening to Joe Rogan. He was talking to uh, Hamilton something. He has a Hamilton show called, Morris? Hamilton Morris. He has a show a called Hamilton's dude. Pharmacopia. So oh, yeah. he explores different drugs, and he explores, like, the pharmaceutical, uh, like, components of them. And if they could be helpful to something or mm-hmm. what it really does to your He's like a chemist. Like, what yeah, they yeah. really does yeah. to your brain. Smart dude. He has, like, two PhDs or some shit. Yeah, really bright guy. Really bright yeah, guy. My man be getting zooted dude, on He be getting shows. fucked off up on crazy the- shit. <laughs> off, like, all the drugs you can think In of. In African really jungles, cool. he just be high as shit. What's so I, I just snort this, or? right? At first, I used to think he, I used to think he was just some weird white guy, but then I looked up his credentials. Like the dude legit teaches at universities and yeah. shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> right. He fucking and writes research papers and shit. And he was talking about how um, a professor, I think he's a chemist at some really prestigious college. I wish I remembered. It might be called Columbia or something. It, oh, the yeah, one that does uh, that does that does heroin, heroin like recreationally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Car- he like, Dr. Carl Hart. I think he like. <laughs> think he does heroin for balance. Yeah, this is my coffee. A little pick me up. It was a crazy day, huh? Gets me through the day, you know? <laughs> but I, I think... <laughs> strung out in the seat. <laughs> like, a really pristine, giant you, lecture hall. You go, you go to the fucking office hours, and he's just strung out in a chair. How can I help you? Just <laughs> fucking a tube tied around his arm. Like one of those... Yeah, yeah. But surgical you tube. need more time on the paper, right? Yeah, okay, I got you. <laughs> and everyone just gets it. But yeah, apparently he's a really bright guy, and uh, yeah. you know he's not he's not off the deep end or he's not off his rocker. Mm-hmm. And I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he microdoses heroin somehow. I that think he does crazy. it uh, by pill. No, or? I think he does a, the regular dose. No, he he, he does a regular he, dose he does, of heroin. He doesn't do it by shot though. Yeah, I think he just like I snorts he, a little. You're bit. right. Yeah, I think he does snort. It. I think he snorts it. Jesus, but. I mean, Jesus Christ! How crazy! No, is that? I think he might inject it. I think he just doesn't. He just he he. I think he he only uses the high quality shit, and he only does. He doesn't do it like a ton at once. Oh, okay. Mm. From what I remember about uh, about because I watched that guy's interview too because that guy was on Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't know why as well. I said oh, okay, like oh, it no all kidding. makes sense. You listen to the professors. Yeah, I listen to that. He's an interesting guy, but I mean, I still think personally, I don't want to do any drug that I have to inject. Oh that, no! No Name thing. Yeah, once I hit a needle, a needle, like I don't want to do that drug. I'll Thanks, pass, man. If you I'll really pass. think about it, how much better is like snorting something or smoking something? You know, like I should have fucking. It's just the, not good. it's just the act of doing it to me. That's what makes it worse. Yeah, tying that rubber band and like, like the the amount of restraint oh. I have to have on myself to do it. Then like, I have to find the vein. And, oh, I'm good, bro. Shit. I'm passing. Yeah, I, yeah I'm not f- a nerd. You got to learn how to do that. I better take some that's classes on that's how to why eating dose and, myself with heroin. Eating and drinking stuff is easy. That's why people are so addicted to alcohol. It's so easy. You can just drink and toss it's the so can easy, away. so easy, bro. Yeah. It's and, like, great. fucking everywhere. Edibles, you just fucking take it and it fucking hits you. Yeah. You just wait. It's so easy. Hopefully it hits you at the right time. Hopefully it's at the wrong time. You just found out someone died in your family. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my oh God. My God. <laughs> how am I going to stop this? How I'm do at, I get I Imagine it's worse than being on drugs that you want to stop. That you know is not going to stop oh, until man. it's sure, over. Bro. I hate know? that feeling. Imagine like 
taking an edible and going to like a funeral or something. That must be horrible. Yeah, like an unexpected thing. Like, That's just a terrible occurred. plan. Dude, there's people who like take edibles and get on like a flight. I don't know if I'd ever want to do that. I couldn't do it. Like, Imagine like, there's like terrible turbulence that you were not expecting. Bro, I'm going to be <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> bro, getting on a plane is some of the scariest shit. Oh, yeah, bro. scary as is to me. Like, you're in that thing thousands of feet in the air. Yeah. What the fuck? No, they, you know, at the end of the day, they can land that thing even if shit goes real bad and, like, yeah. things not working. They know how to, like, glide it. Like, it's possible that they could... Uh, they, they can get can shit under everybody. control. Absolutely. But, it, it's, but it's fucking terrifying. It's fucking scary. And the probability of something going wrong in a plane is so slim, but you can't help but think about that. And those, it's those such seconds... such a crazy environment you're in. Those seconds that are very scary... Those bitches feel like forever. <laughs> that shit feels like it may have been five seconds, but bro, it feels like you were falling for like five minutes. I hate that feeling. That I shit is terrifying. Pilots are some goddamn champions. Because I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. Just be chilling. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you got to steady the ship. You guys ever hear? You guys ever hear about Malaysia flight? I think it's like two thirty-seven or two seventeen. That bitch is still missing. Yeah. yeah. So for anybody that doesn't know, there was a flight. I think it was going from like Malaysia to another country in Asia somewhere, right? And on the flight, there were people from all over the world. A lot of Malaysians, majority Malaysians, there were like two or three Americans, a few people from like New Zealand, like people from all over. And the uh, it was like a pilot, a co-pilot, and then like the flight attendants. So that was it, right? That was, as far as like administrative staff, just a pilot, co-pilot, uh, attendants, and. There's a rule, apparently, that I didn't know, that you can never leave one person in the cockpit alone. Really? Because okay. if something yeah. goes wrong, somebody else needs to be there? Yeah. Yeah, what if that one person locks the door and, like, I'm going to fucking kill everybody? Yeah, that's why, like, that, like, you know, like a flight attendant needs to come and chill with that with the, with the person, if someone's going to go to the restroom or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or they both need to be out of it or something like that, right? But, like, you can't have one in there, it, it, you just can't do that, right? So I guess what happened was the co-pilot stepped out. And the pilot like locked the door. We don't know this. All, all, all in, the, all in. This is just speculation. But mm-hmm. like, I think the pilot fucking killed everybody because the flight disappeared. Mm-hmm. The f- the whole flight with like three hundred, four hundred people disappeared. Yeah, it's just gone. There was never a body found. Nothing. There was, was wreck in the ocean. There though? was wreckage found though of the flight. It wasn't in the ocean. It was in the ocean. They don't know shit. But they don't know. Yeah, all yeah, all they found was wreckage. That's it. And they're not even. They're not even sure. I mean, they're pretty sure, but like they're not hundred percent sure if it was the same wreckage of that flight. Maybe it was yeah. another flight. But they're pretty sure that the wreckage was from that flight. But the speculation is that this pilot killed everybody because like he was having trouble with his wife. I think his wife was going to divorce him. Mm-hmm. So he like he depressurized the cabin, which basically just makes everybody knock out and then just fucking. They just died like that. That's fucking wild. Well, what led them to believe that that's what happened? Like his personal life, there's or like anything there's, with there's what no they found? other way the plane could have, um, the plane could have like fallen out of the sky. Yeah, without in terms him, like radioing for help or something. Exactly because of the fact that like what happened was he turned off the radio. The yeah, radio that's wasn't what broken. Oh. The radio wasn't broken or anything. Well, that's like a key. Okay, he turned off the, and the, the crazy, there are, there are points where he turned the radio off and he would turn it back on. Mm, he was debating. Oh, that's fuck. How crazy is so that? So he thought about it. Yeah. And then at one point, he flew over the city that he was from. So oh, they ha- so they, they have ra- they have radar information on the plane, right? And they can track where it went over. That was so, not the route? Yeah, that was not the route. It went over like an untraditional route. And at some point, it visited over the city that he was from, that he was born in and raised in. Mm-hmm. And then 
somewhere after that, it disappeared off the radar and the plane was never to be seen again. Whoa. So my theory is that this guy was fucked up in the head. That's wild. From like that his wife wild. wanting to divorce him, super depressed, whatever. And he depressurizes the cabin. He kills everybody. See, I've never gotten that deep into the story. I, I just got that, into. Yeah. I just got into like they said it was lost and they never found it. And I was like, damn. They, they still they, haven't they, found it. There's like this one dude. He's like a scientist somewhere. He's been collecting a bunch of wreckage and like trying to piece everything together. He's like a scientist and journalist. Mm. But he, that's his theory too. Is that the because there's no other explanation for it. There's literally no other explanation. I feel yeah. like at this point it's like you know what happened. Once I yeah. know those other things that and it makes you wonder why did he fly over a city? Did he fly over a city maybe as like a memory? Like a, I want to see this before Pro- I die. That's probably exactly why he. Yeah. Or what he, if he was he like he was I'm gonna die. crash into the city because I hate where I'm from. You don't. I don't know. He didn't crash into the city because obviously he crashed in the water. Yeah, somewhere. Like, what if he debated? I it? fucking yeah. hate this damn city. I fucking hate. Yeah, no, but it was probably the. It was probably. This makes you wonder like, what was going through that guy's head, man. Like, why did he do that? That's fu- man, kill yourself. Come yeah, on, but that's, bro. that's fucked you up. Bro. Kill all these people for that actually have families that like, didn't ask for this. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't ask, ask to be a part of your life. What a dickhead! What a fucking dickhead! If you hate yourself that much, or you hate what's, ha- what's bro, happening, just don't go life? to work. Yeah, just don't go to work. Listen, I don't want anybody to kill themselves. But if any, but. I would much rather someone kills themselves than someone kills themselves with a fucking plane full of people. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's crazy. bullshit. And you know what makes it worse is that he like he uh, he depressurized the shit. That's like him trying to think, oh, this will make it better when they all die. It's like, no, nigga, just do it. Yeah. Well, just, I just mean, fucking shit. kill them all. If I was in that flight and they gave me A and B choices, I would have went. With yeah, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like the bed, thought, the thought of doing it is like. It's like you trying to be nice while yeah. you're killing them. Yeah, don't pretend you're nice. Yeah, it's like, don't pretend, don't pretend to be a good person. guy. Yeah. You're, like, you're still doing per- it. Because you yeah. could have killed yourself out of this plane. Exactly. <laughs> because for most of the time, you're not in this plane <laughs> with these people. And you decided to wait until you were, you were flying this plane. To right? You could have just called it. into work and be like, I don't want to go today. Yeah. And just fucking kill yourself and let another pilot fly everybody. And said he Yo, killed 300 people. Fuck that, dude. For his own selfish bullshit. You know what I mean? Wow. I actually never knew about all that. Yeah, I, I didn't thought, either. I thought somehow the the radio went off because of, like, you know, like, uh, technical issues. He turned Not it because off. because someone was turning it on and off. He literally turned it off. Wow. That's, that's some whole shit. That's that some whole shit. shit. Yeah, that's some super It's pretty shit. shocking, man. Like... At least that's not 100% proved, but that's like a really, really like there's strong evidence to support that because there's yeah. no logical explanation otherwise to what could have happened. And then it's also like you can talk to the wife and then like there's a theory that maybe it would have been a hijacking, but there's there's no one on there that could have like there's no one that that pro that is like a good suspect to be a, like a hijacker. Mm. Everybody's completely random. Even if it was a hijacking, you would have seen it by now. Yeah. If it was a hijacking, the plane wouldn't disappear. That's not what you do a hijack for. Yeah. You don't want to kill everybody. You know, yeah. you want to fucking, wait, what is the goal of a hijacking? Like, you want to, like, make oh, a yeah. point. What do you like, want that plane for? You want, like, like a ransom. Yeah. You want a ransom or something. You're like, hey, yo, give us this money, and then we'll, like, give you the plane back or whatever. The well, so, but hold on. How do you get out of that situation? Where yeah. do you land? Like, you land and they arrest you, or do you land I and you like take hostages? I feel like the plan is death in a hijacking, but, like, what kind of death are we going to do? It's somewhat death. It's either death or ransom. It's like, we we take the plane, kill everybody, or it's like we take the plane, put a gun to the pilot's head, and say, "Hey, yo, give us some money, or we're going to tell this nigga to crash the plane, or some shit like that." But like, where's the plane? Like, how how as you as a hijacker, what's your end? Like, how are you getting out? It's of like this? when people rob banks. It's like, oh, give us. They give you an ultimatum, and it's but like, you're oh. not in the sky, and like, okay, so like as you're if no, you're they have the, they don't kill the pilot or nothing. They just no, tell no, the no, pilot course, like, but like he would have to he would have to land somewhere, and there's like a ton of radios and shit on him, and like, oh yeah, they I mean they must know like. 
they're gonna get a call like, hey, listen, there's a there's a plane landing right. Here. Even if he turns off the radio and no one can no one can communicate with them, someone somewhere is gonna call and be like, yo, there's a fucking there's plane. a fucking plane here. And it's landing that's, in a that's, weird that's, spot, you know. Like you need to come figure this out. That's why hijacking is just not it's just not a well thought out plan. I had to put myself way to get money into here. like a, a hijacker's brain. I'm like, okay, I would just do it halfway through his flight and be like, yo. We going to Delaware, just land in Delaware. Yeah, but I got to put this gun to your head because I need some money. You got to do some uh, Lady Gaga shit. The pe- remember the people who fucking shot her dog walker and tried to steal that's her fucking bulldogs? wild. No, that's bro. fucked up. That's but, insane. But it's, Ex- isn't that crazy? Explain, like, explain to the audience what what happened. So Lady Gaga has uh, apparently she has I think two or three French bulldogs, and they're expensive bulldogs, but not that expensive. They're more expensive because they're goddamn Lady Gaga. So yeah, they this I guess she hires a guy to walk her dogs, like went through one of those services. Yeah, and uh, I'm assuming these guys was like premeditated. They had been camping out and waiting for this dog walker, and probably seen him do this at a certain time during the day all the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they shot the dude, not like fatally, but they shot the dude. And then took the guy. No, no, no. Here's what they did. They shot the dude. They took two dogs and they tried to get the third. And I think the third ran away. And then they ended up finding it later. Mm. But they took both of the dogs. And then so she ended up putting up front like five hundred thousand dollars for any for for the return of their dogs. She was no like, no questions, questions asked. asked. That's and wild. Apparently, like um, police authorities were not happy with that because that kind of that kind of like paves the way for other criminals to like do shit and be like, I'm not giving the dog back unless you tell me that yeah. you don't need to ask any questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. So someone brought these dogs in. They don't know how the fuck they got the dogs, but they brought them in. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming they got the money and then that's it. They dip. And they just out of there. Really? Yeah. So it, yeah, it just, it just kind of like opens up a market for like people like, I'm not going to give you your shit back until you affirm that like, I'm not going to get in trouble. You know what I mean? Now people are going to want to steal scary, your shit. Man. Yeah. You shouldn't say no questions. That's Wait, so is the dog walker okay? Dog walker's okay. He's, he's alive. alive now. Yeah, he's alive. He just, I think he got like, what did shot he get shot for? Because he didn't want to let them take the dogs. Probably, probably. Yeah. Or if, maybe they did it just so like it could be a quick in and out. Like I don't even want to sit Jesus. here and argue with you for. Where did they seconds. shoot him? Do you know where? I think it was in the stomach. Yeah, I think it was Jesus. in the stomach. Yeah, and then just ran up and grabbed good the dog. Thing, good thing the guy didn't die. For real, yeah, God, bro, that man. would be a way to go out over somebody else's dog. Over somebody else's dogs. She better have compensated that motherfucker. She better have gave that guy a chunk of change. She's probably taking care of him. Yeah, save my dogs. Try to save my dogs. I think that's like, it was in L.A., right? California? I, I would assume I, that's yeah, where Lady Gaga lives. I, I don't think know where she a lives. bunch of rich people are about to leave California. Because, like, that shit's been happening, like, for a minute. Dog napping? Yeah, because... Well, just, like, it's been, like, a bunch of celebrities have been getting their house broken into and, like, a bunch of weird shit over the past couple of years. People have been, like, following them yeah. shit like that. So I think people are, rich people living with somebody people. rich, somebody really rich and, just got their house and, broken into. And then people care too much in LA. Like people care too much about famous people in LA. Yeah. Like, when they move somewhere else, people don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not like that. Like if famous person moves to like fucking buttfuck Montana, they're gonna It'll be, be like, like cool, but they're not gonna be like yo, let's stay gonna, outside this dude's yeah, house. They're not gonna be sucking their dick and trying to fucking you know what I mean? Like they don't give a shit. It's not like in LA, like everybody's trying to be an actor, or actress, and like trying to be in the industry, so they know who these people are and they want to be them and they want to, you know, they just want them. They want their personality. They they want to they want to be part of them. They want to be around it. Yeah, they want to be around. It's them. the wildest shit in the world that they had like those celebrity tours, like where you could see people's houses. Like that shit is so crazy. Yeah, that motherfucker's not gonna look out the window and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. like." You're just Strange, looking at a man. gate and like a long path. No, down sometimes to they're a just they're house. right at the house. Sometimes they're like in the the street right by the house. Well, I mean, okay, let's say that that is a situation. If, some, if somebody hopped out the van, like they can run up in that motherfucker. Hey, hey, come back! <laughs> <laughs> Bust down the window, and just run in, run yeah, into that, fucking George Clooney's house. Exactly. Start, start oh, making some eggs. Shit. Oh God. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Recently, I saw a situation. It's kind of, I guess, not off topic, but uh, steering in a different direction. So, um, it. 
this girl took her boyfriend. Apparently, it was on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he oh. like, yeah. I seen this on Twitter fuck, too. Explain, I don't know if it was explain, fake, explain. but so so the girl took uh, her boyfriend to like this ledge, like this famous ledge in California, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming this ledge overlooks several celebrities' houses because you could see it right from the ledge. So I'm guessing it's not secret that they live there. And she took her boyfriend there, um, and they could see into Aaliyah's house mm-hmm. from Alicia in, Keys. Yeah, Alicia Keys. Aaliyah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Aaliyah. Aaliyah's been dead for like 20 years. Alicia Keys. Aaliyah. Aaliyah's been pulled her out of the fucking grave. Pulled her out of the grave. R.I.P. Aaliyah. I'm sorry. All right, go on. Fuck R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. Go on. Go on with what you said. Um, and they could see into Alicia Keys' house. And Alicia Keys was just fucking walking around her bedroom. Yeah. But uh, people were very upset about it. And they were saying that, like, they were being intrusive and, all, and this and that. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just, it made me think That is that. the fucking weirdest shit in the world. Being able to, yeah. Having, Not like, even that you be, national like. national park or, like, a famous hiking trail or some shit. Bro, the thought of somebody being like, you love this person so much, I'm going to take you to a cliff where we can see inside their house. That's and you weird. could just watch them. Like, they're a fucking animal or some shit. That's weird. It's kind of creepy. Think, I don't think they deserve the backlash they got. because people They deserve like, some of the backlash. People were like, you're super weird, and so is she. For you're me. very weird. But, I mean, you know, it's... I'm not going to lie. The dude was like probably... They were like, it's not like they were camped out there for like 20 hours. The dude like, was probably like, ah, yeah, who? <laughs> like, yo, so crazy. She's I'm sure you to could, the cliff. I'm sure you couldn't see right in. I mean, I'm sure you could just see her, but not like... Legitimately, you nah, know? you could see. Yeah, you. I mean, if you had a, re, if you had some good binoculars, you could see her. It was far away. I'll give you that. But yeah, even, I mean, even in the video, like zooming in, you could, you could clearly see, see Alicia Keys is standing right in some room with a bed. Mm-hmm. Like she was. I mean, she was dressed normally, but you know, she lives there. She must know that people can just drive up and exactly and see. Like they, I mean, they put know a curtain this. If you don't, yeah. but it's kind of fucked that you had to like be like, damn. I hope nobody's watching me from this fucking cliff. That's way the fuck over there. I hope sure, nobody yeah. sees me over how here. How can you even enjoy like a nice... How can you put your house in a That's nice creepy. scenic area? How, how can you even enjoy a nice podcast while someone's fucking watching you? What if you want... What if That's she wanted scary. to... What if Alicia Keys wanted to get into her bed and put on the Multicultural Misfits podcast? Because you know she does. And play, with, her, she does. And play with herself. But you no, know? she has this weird... <laughs> listen, at the image this weird-ass couple <laughs> looking at her from another side of a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> how is she supposed to do that? How is anybody supposed to do that? You know, I think that's a good note to end on, guys. Man. All right. All right, I'll take it. I'll All take right. it. I'll thanks, take that thanks everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye, guys. Oh, I have one more. Oh, we're done. <laughs>